sunshine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. You did. That's right. <laughs> and as I told you, it's a special week. We have new interviews taking place this week as well, in addition to our morning show. And they have a they have a theme to them. All of these great guests that we have on our 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., we're, we're kind of figuring out the time now. But uh, all the guests that we have starting at 10 o'clock this week uh, won the Business Excellence Award. Uh, from the Chamber of Commerce here in Aurora. Uh, so today's guest is Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, Diane Renner and Christina Campos. Mm -hmm. How y'all doing? Well, first of all, well, thank you so much and welcome everybody. That's right, that's right. Brand new, brand new show. How are you today? Oh, excited. And you know what? I love being here and I love being with you, Curtis. What a amazing guy you are. Nice to meet and you And we're so well. comfortable yeah. here. Good, see? I'm gonna clap for that. That's <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Williams is here. Grace McKnight and Vizo Arts. You guys know the Vizo Arts team. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Great partners. Um, great partners. They yeah, do, they amazing do great guys. Media. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. Funny fact: they gave Good Morning Aurora our first. They gave us a mixing board uh, way back when we first started the show. Uh, we were recording at Gremlin Studios. Mm. So shout out to the Vizo yeah. Arts team. Um, so, Marie Wilkerson's Food Pantry, good to see you ladies. You've been out here in the community doing doing things for a while. Mm -hmm. Boss Babes just happened, right? Yes. They did. How was yes. that? Oh, that was really a wonderful event. I um, First of all, I'd like to give a special shout out to Shannon Gutierrez and, well, you can't miss the Marissa one and only. That's right. So, <laughs> hosting that at Marie Wilkinson's Garden was really special because it was a really eye-opener. Many folks in the community didn't even know, or where is it? And so that makes a big difference. And it really just, it's calming, it's relaxing. It kind of gives you a different feel. And really to see that everything that is grown there goes across the street to our food pantry. And so that is dynamic and that's what makes it so special. And the ladies that attended were phenomenal. Um, July is tuna. And so we collected, yeah. they all brought tuna cans because that was really special for us. So that was something that they brought. And so it was really wonderful. It was really a nice event. And it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. And they're gonna attend a few of our events or volunteer as well. So a special shout out to those beautiful ladies that attended and supported our boss bait. Fantastic. How long was it for? Was it a long event? No, it was like an hour and a half. Okay. In the evening, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. um, so now, what does it mean that Marie Wilkinson won the Excellence Award? What is that? How does that, first, how does it feel, and what's it mean? What's the significance behind it? 
It means an awful lot to us because, number one, we didn't nominate ourselves. Linda Callahan, thank you, Linda, with um, First Centennial Mortgage and the Aurora Sunrise Rotary nominated us for that, which we were honored just to be nominated. And there were so many wonderful not-for-profits that were included in that nomination. And I almost thought, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be able to go tonight. And, and then I thought, well, you know, if we were to happen to win, we better be there. Right. So I went, and it was a wonderful evening. And then when they announced our name, the shock, the surprise, <laughs> the excitement, I think I danced all the way to the stage, unfortunately, and was just so overjoyed because it means so much that we were acknowledged for what we do. What we do every day is important to us, and it was just wonderful to find out that it was important to other people as well, right. besides our guests. Right. The guests know that. Yes. That's always the We feel that all the time with right. them. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, is good to, it is good to feel acknowledged. Yes. You know, it really is. Um, recently to me, some a, a friend of mine, I saw... Her mom shared her interview. This was in January, but her mom shared it to all her friends. My daughter was on Good Morning. Yes. Was, oh, <laughs> it feels good. Um, it does. It feels good. So how long has Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry been in the community? For those who are unfamiliar, what's its history? Let's talk a little bit about the history. Well, the history is in this book that we have available for sale for the $15, is it? And we love it. As you can see, Christina's is all <laughs> marked up, and mine's really tattered, too. Marie started a food pantry out of her home in, on View Street in 1957. Wow. So it's been in existence for over 60 years. And um, we think it was the first food pantry actually in the nation wow. because we believe she was the pioneer of food pantries other than the government um, ones that were all over. Oh, that was the area. standard before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, yeah. And we certainly were the first one in Aurora and Kane County. Okay. And we're proud of that, but we're proud of Marie's legacy and what she started and what she did. And we continue every day to continue exactly what she wanted just serving the less fortunate that are falling on bad times not always but at times we're there when the people need us keith williams says congratulations thank you thank keith you. Thank hey you. keith hey <laughs> keith tuned in this morning too i think he did coming back for more i like that i like <laughs> awesome. that uh eva fabiani Good morning to you as well, too. Oh, good, good morning, morning, Eva. Um, so how long have you been executive director? I started uh, my volunteering at the pantry in 2010. Okay. And that was the year that Marie was still alive. She passed away a month after I had started volunteering. And I never got to meet that woman, but I feel like I know her. Right. You know, I, and, and we feel her at the pantry mm -hmm. quite yes. often. Okay. Um, now, Christina, you do outreach, correct? I do a little Everything. bit of outreach yeah. and some special events that are coming up, which I'm going to share in a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, But again, it's really just letting people know about who she was. Right. Now, how many people can say there's a beautiful bronze statue of this woman at the Royal Public Library? Not many. Can Not we many. say that? That's right. So what does that say? It speaks highly. Yep. Mother Aurora. 
That's right, of what she did to the community. And one special story that really stands out for me is that how she helped the Latino community mm -hmm. in those days. And so and she was a woman of faith. So that was so important for her. In Aurora, we didn't have um, Catholics priests. And you know what she did? She went straight to the diocese. And she's like, wait a minute, there's something wrong here. People were going to Joliet or to Chicago to attend mass. She goes, no, our people here in Aurora, we need something there that represents them. And so she went straight to the diocese and made it happen. Right. So because of that, we have Spanish masses in our community, in the Catholic churches. It's because of Marie. Really? She made that I, happen. I, I, um, that's, that's amazing to hear. Right. Mm -hmm. Kind of amazing to hear that it wasn't just a, a thing, right? Oh, no. no. Wow. That's how powerful she was. Wow. It wasn't just a food. She was really everyone making sure things were treated respectfully with justice and even with people's homes if they were evicted you know what she did she would go straight to city hall and right. say what's going on here and so that's her passion is helping individuals in the community so that's why you really need to book there's some really great other mm -hmm. hidden little gems there about how powerful gentle spirit yep you and gave speaking me of city hall she called the mayor every day for over 12 years she went through three mayors or was it four mayors i can't remember it's in the book but she called them every day at 8 30. they knew and expected her call and never once refused because they knew that she had a love for just helping everybody here in aurora right and if you don't answer my call i might just show up there <laughs> You're absolutely right. That we didn't have her. emails back then. Right. You could touch. She oh, didn't no. drive, but she would have made sure she got there. Right. Yes. Like, oh, what time is committee in the hole? I'll be there. Exactly. Um, so here's here's a question. Um, it's more of an observation, and I'd, I'd like you ladies to opine on it, though. Um, for for the people who have struggled with food insecurity, um, I think what a lot of people don't realize on the outside looking in is that. That also translates into how people see themselves and how they view themselves. So I'd like for you ladies to kind of talk about what you've noticed in the populations and the people that you deal with, how self-esteem, mm -hmm. how self-esteem is tied into, uh, you know, all of it, the character. People who aren't able to feed themselves, how they feel about themselves and how they feel about themselves when they meet Marie Wilkins's food pantry and the work you do. If you could just mm -hmm. share a little bit about sure. that. Sure. I'll talk about when somebody comes to our pantry for the first time, um, a lot of times it's very emotional for them. We even had one guest that came and when we asked her to fill out the registration form and stuff, she was shaking, she was nervous, she was crying, and she got to the point where she just said, you know what, I can't do this. I, I just, I can't do this. And she left. But then the next week she came back and you know said, I need you. I, I need to, to go through here and get some food. And we tried to make it as comfortable as possible for her because unfortunately, I don't know exactly what these people are experiencing, right. but, but we feel it because we communicate with them you know, so regularly that we do know it's difficult to come and ask for help. And um, we tried to make our environment and, and our area and our volunteers all recognize that this is not easy for a lot of people to come see us. Right. But, but there's a need. We need to be there. We will always be there. 
and we try to make them as comfortable as possible. Um, now, what's the biggest impact that COVID has had on Marie Wilkinson? I was sharing a little bit of my personal story with you ladies, mm -hmm. but from an organizational standpoint, I think that's something that people need to really hear and understand. Yeah. How, what was COVID like in dealing with that experience? You know, Curtis, sometimes I think I, I, I don't even want to remember. <laughs> it was so <laughs> traumatic, you know, for us. Um, when it first hit, you know, we have a lot of volunteers who are older and they didn't feel comfortable coming anymore. And we had to completely revamp and pivot our whole pantry, the way it looked, the way it felt, the way it was operating inside. We had to put in safety measures for our volunteers. We had to figure out how we're going to do um, food, you know, drive-through distributions. It was very traumatic. But the one thing that I'm very proud of for our volunteers and for both pantries, East and West, because we are in um, the East Aurora High School as well, we never missed a day. We never missed a beat. There may have been days when we were maybe a little discombobulated, but well, our like job that. of serving and our sense of serving and our willing to help people in a very traumatic time for them as well, we were there and uh, we just got better and better and better. And then it became a norm for a while, right. <laughs> you know, of how we were operating. Um, but it was very difficult and we had to have people... Um, volunteers walking around inside our pantry washing everything all the time too light switches door handles right. you know wearing gloves and it, it was very difficult however our Kane County community and our Aurora community really came out and helped I can't mention the opportunity for funding that was coming in from so many foundations without even asking because they knew that we were essential right. for a lot of people at this time and we needed to stay open and they knew that we needed to purchase all these safety measures right. and cones for the parking lot and you know canopies for our volunteers to be serving outside and 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 we really really appreciate some I can't even name all of them because I'd forget one of them I know and I don't want to but that came out and and helped us awesome Sinclair like Gallagher good morning I'm sorry I'm sorry but yeah. well something that I would like to piggyback with what the question was earlier stigma many times people think oh I'm not going to a food pantry I've not been there and things have changed tremendously it's okay I need help. You need help. Diane, we all do one way or another sometime. And so removing that stigma about going to a food pantry has come a long way. The best thing is when that person brings somebody else and then they feel more comfortable right. coming in and asking for help. And so I just, that's something that's always been there, but it's coming along and bringing that other person with you feels comfortable. Right. Uh, the time is 10.15 a.m. That's a time I've not yelled out on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> For all of our listeners, yes, it feels just as 
different for me saying it as it does for you uh, mm-hmm. hearing it. Amanda Retzer is here. Amanda's a dear friend. She's currently interning for NAMI, the National Alliance yes. on Mental mm-hmm. Illness. Shouts mm-hmm. out to NAMI and Amanda and Sinclair Gallagher. Good morning to you too. Good um, morning. Now, uh, we have a calendar of events. Do we not for a healthy you? Oh, yes. Okay. So again, part of the question you're asking, you know, about our guests, what else yeah. can we do? Well, we all know sometimes we don't eat healthy. I'm guilty. And so at the pantry, we provide such great healthy things. And that's what's best in the blessing, having that beautiful garden across the street. Everything North Highland. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Everything that's grown there comes back to the pantry, right. which is just priceless. And so everyone just learning, because sometimes, you know, going to a store, Cheetos are much cheaper than buying some fresh fruit or things like that. So having that opportunity, discarding, finding great partners and really teaching them what's the needs and what's your wants, how to make a healthy snack. So just some basic things like that go a long way. And sitting there with our guests and just, they walk out and they're like, you know what? I enjoy this. I'm looking forward to next time. At the beginning, it was really hesitant because they're like, no, I know how to cook. I'm fine. I can do this. But once we get them in there, they realize how important that was. They learned something else. And being there with the ladies and gentlemen, it was really rewarding because then at the end, they were sharing stories. And I think the dialogue, that's where it was really priceless because they're sharing stories about what they've eaten before what you can do with certain fruits or vegetables and recipes. And I'm like, well, bring them over so we can have a great buffet here with all these beautiful recipes. So that's been the beauty. We completed our our few weeks, June and July, and the ladies right away, okay, what's next? And we're like, oh, okay. I went to Diane. And I go, Diane, the ladies are... They want more. They're like, they want more. She's like, let's make it happen. Yeah. She's like, let's make it happen. And we are. So we're going to start again, August 17th. 17th. And so, but yeah, so it's, it's going great. And that's again, you know, educating everybody, learning new things. And so I think that's really important, not just the food pantry, but we're also getting something in return and they're getting something in knowledge. And that's important. So Christina's talking about our healthy you for our guests that was scheduled with the University of Illinois Extension. And that is on Wednesdays and Fridays. So while guests are at our pantry waiting, instead of sitting in their car Mm -hmm. and waiting for the pantry to open and start serving, Mm -hmm. they went to the garden for this education. We also have Healthy You for the community, and that's on Saturdays. Yes, so this Saturday, we're talking about healthy snacks and things like that, but you mm-hmm. know what? Pets. Let's think about that too. Mm-hmm. Your pets are important, so we're going to have the Human Society of Aurora come in and we're going to learn how to make a healthy snack for your pet. Uh, and so this this Saturday from 10 to noon, please come and join us. It's across the street from our food pantry, 834 North Highland. So we look forward to seeing everybody there. Mm-hmm. And not just that. So every other Saturday, we have a few listed about what else is going to happen. We have two great chefs are going to come in. Some mm-hmm. guests are going to pull out. Oh, let me take some broccoli. Ah, there's some onions. Oh, oregano. Okay, here you go, chef. Prepare something. And so I think that's going to be a great challenge. 
So again, please come out to Healthy You. It's like healthy Iron you. Chef. Yeah. <laughs> Our guests yeah. go and pick out the items and bring it to the chefs to put something together. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Locally. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesdays and Fridays, that's the U of I yeah. extension. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So he, my observation when I look, this is what I like about the pantry. Mm-hmm. You guys have a human touch to it. Thank you. I um, and I've noticed that about services, and this is one of the conversations I've had with guests on the show too. Um, services nowadays are different than from when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, there were food pantries and food distribution, but there wasn't a human side to it. Yeah. You pull up, you show your ID, you go in, you get, and that's it. Bada bing, bada boom. Hurry up, get. get. Mm-hmm. Um. That's going away now. Mm-hmm. Now there is discussions furthering. Hey, mm-hmm. okay, you got your food, but what do you really need? Right, mm-hmm. right. Sure, yeah, you can cook the rice, but is that gonna last you? Now there's more of that. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to see that that's kind of changed. Yeah. Um, is that something, now, again, that's a different experience than what you ladies have been going through, but do you feel the same way? Were services just one way and now they're they're differently in your opinion? It's an opinion question kind of thing. It is. And I can only give your opinion on our pantry mm-hmm. because we don't have um, an agenda to provide human services. Uh-huh. It's just who we are. Right. You know, we want to help mm-hmm. our guests have healthy living whether it be food, mind, body, or soul. As a matter of fact, we have a guest right now, Michael, who needs to be out of his residence by a certain time because the place he was renting has been sold and now he has to leave. We've been trying to help him find a place because he does have a lot of restrictions. He's got restrictions for his mental and his health and his disabilities. And We're happy to say that he is going to be moving into a new place on August 8th, and we're going to help him move. We're going to use our van, and we're going to have, try to find volunteers to help, you know, help him move from one place to another because he doesn't drive. He's got a bike, Mm -hmm. and he can't afford to have movers, you know, so we're going to help him with that because that's been very stressful for him in this past Mm -hmm. month. And it's been very stressful for our other guests who know Michael. And they come up to me and go, Diane, why can't, what can't we do about, you know, we got to help Michael. And so we are, you know, it's just because it's who we are. Exactly. And it's not what our agenda is. Correct. The time is 10.22 a.m. Linda Mullenbach is here. Good morning to you, Linda. Hi, Linda. All right. Uh, You know Linda? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'd like to meet you, Linda. <laughs> I learned this too. A lot of people tune in sometimes right. with, with the show and everything. They're like, hey, Curtis, my dad watched. I was like, well, who was that? <laughs> That's why I say the entire name of folks. Um, so the, the next question I have is um, Garden Harvest. Is Garden Harvest coming before Fill the Bowls? Yes. Which comes first? Okay, Garden Harvest. Yeah. Um, what's that about? Yeah, that's coming up on Saturday, August 13th. Okay. And what that is, is, you know, all those backyard harvest dinners were popping up, and we thought, wow, we have this, what we call now our urban farm, because it's so big and beautiful over there. It's more than a garden. Um, Let's take some of that produce, 
and have a big party showing mm-hmm. people what you can make from things that you grow in your own backyard and share it with your friends. So we started this garden harvest dinner in 2019. Yeah. It's always in August because that's when the harvest is coming in. And we have local restaurants prepare things. They come to the garden, they see what's growing, they know what's gonna be coming available around that time, and they come up with a dish that gets shared on everything from the garden. Hmm. I like that, mm-hmm. I like that. It's under a tent in our parking lot. It starts with appetizers in the, the urban farm, mm-hmm. and then they come over to our parking lot and under tents and lights and um, sit down for a five, at least a five course meal. One year it was seven, but it's a course, yeah. Ooh. It's a beautiful, it is, it is. It's a beautiful bed. And, and Marie always makes sure that we have very good weather. Oh, thank you, yes. So, yes. yes. So hopefully the 13th we will as well. Continuously Thank blessed. you, Marie. Yes, um, absolutely. Saturday, August 13th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, great stuff. Now, and I'm sorry, Curtis, I yeah. always keep cutting off. No, 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 There's no, some no, other no, great things happening here. So I love it. Eight o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. Volunteers are just important. So every volunteers that we have are so appreciated. So if you would like to come and join us, please do. It's from 515 to 930. I'm looking at my notes. So please come and join it. It's really a unique event because nobody in Aurora has a beautiful event like this one where it's a tent. It's in our own backyard, and the vegetables are from the garden that our chefs are using. So that right there can tell you, this is pretty cool. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so please come and join us. It's a beautiful event in September 20th. That's gonna be here downtown Aurora. Taco Crawl, Tuesday Taco Crawl. And so we'll have a few restaurants from the community, and you'll just go check them out. And I think, again, something that's been really important for us at Marie Wilkinson is community-based, our partners within our community. Thank you, Curtis, a great partner. You know, our local restaurants are just everybody that has come together, we truly appreciate it. So that's going to be another great event. That's a family event. That's from 2 to 8. Don't have dinner at home. Kind of put some steps. Use your, you know, make sure you got your ten thousand steps in. Walking. That's right. So it's a little bit of everything. So we had the first be... one last year, and it was very nice and yeah, very successful. Marisa yeah. planned that one last year when she was with us and did a phenomenal job. And and we're just going to continue what she started. Yes, we actually were. Brissa uh, came on the show to talk about yes. that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. the Taco Cry. I remember promoting that and trying to get yeah. the word out about that. Uh, I'm glad that that went off, and I'm glad to see it's coming back. Yeah. It, it's a thing. Yeah. It is. It's a yes. thing. Annual thing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank, you. Um, Thank you. Also, I think what it did, just in my little vantage point, it brought Marie Wilkinson's from the West Side in Highland to downtown. It made mm-hmm. it a, it made it a, it put it on the lips of everybody in the whole city downtown. You guys have the yes. QR code to scan. Yeah. Yes. LTO. Yes, yes. we want to make it simple, fun, enjoyable, and family. And And we did that. And that's what we want to continue. You guys did that. And volunteers, that's going to be another fun event. You want to come and give us a helping hand? Absolutely. So come and join us. All right. And you can find out more and get involved at relations at mwfoodpantry.org. That's correct. correct. See, I say that every day. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I know it's tattooed on my oh, brain. Oh, you yeah. are a phenomenal, phenomenal gentleman. Thank you. Curtis, how can I get involved? Relationship at MWP. 
Okay, um, I want to read a little something here, and to do that, I'm going to take us to what I do for a commercial. I want to read um, a message from the director from Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. Uh, this is something that I brought up last week on the show, but it's 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 important. So um, many of us have had a wonderful opportunity for vacations, cooking out, amusement, parks, concerts, and more. However, our pantry guests don't talk about these luxuries. In fact, most of them are stressed with what's yet to come. It's been a really hard year, so it's no surprise that our guests are watching every penny they spend because they don't know what the rest of this year will bring. The latest inflation rate of 9.1% is the highest it's been in 40 years, and like many of us, it's hit our guests hard. At Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, we feel this historic, excuse me, we feel this historic spike in costs. We're having to spend more on food to stock our pantries, not to mention our gas costs have doubled for food rescue. More neighbors visit every day, an increase of more than 34% compared to the same time last year. Mm -hmm. Grocery prices are soaring, rent is up, wages aren't keeping pace. Parents are skipping meals so their kids can eat. Our older neighbors are skipping critical medication that can help, excuse me, that uh, our, par our neighbors are skipping critical medications so they can pay rent. Together we can help. Donate today and Marie Wilkins Food Pantry will put your gift to immediate use, supporting our community, turning $1 into eight meals. You know what I didn't know before I did this wow. show was how far donating to the food pantry can actually go. I didn't know yes. that before yeah. I started doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell yeah. you, first of all, mm -hmm. thank you so much yeah, for reading that. Yeah, they to my eyes. I, actually, when, yeah. when I was writing it, I, I, it, it was more impactful hearing you yes, <laughs> read it back. And because it's all true. And the thing that I really hesitated with that is asking for money. We don't like asking for money. It's, you know, everybody, there's so many not-for-profits and people out there that, that need money but it's very difficult to ask for it yep. but but it's true that our um you know we do food rescue every day we're, we're doing 12 of them today as a matter of fact and our gas costs for that has doubled and that's very disappointing because we're needing to spend more money absolutely for things that are going out and and the food mm -hmm. yes our food costs have increased too i know that the northern only food bank says one dollar donated provides eight dollars worth of groceries but with today's mm -hmm. times i don't think it's eight dollars it's more like dollar donate one dollar provides us maybe six right you know and i don't know how to figure that out but northern only food bank is the one that does that but it's very difficult to you know keep going and and it's very difficult to ask for support right yeah i um what we do on the show yeah you know highlight the the stuff and put the link in there and tell yeah. people this the specific Thank about you. that Thank because you. uh Again, like I said, I didn't know you. You guys deserve that business excellence award. Well, you really thank do, you. because thank you. Uh, since in doing the show, as we talked before the mic and the camera yeah. came on, yeah. Um, before I started doing this, I was simply just a guy who lived in town. Yeah. Right. I had the same opinion about right. everything. Oh. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't know food pantries had to be restocked. Right. 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 I never went to one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. 
when mm-hmm. I was a kid, family members, sure, but right? Yeah. I never, until the pandemic came, had to do that. Yeah, and you volunteered. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. You so, helped us with our senior. Yeah, so I want people mm-hmm. to know, and that's one of the themes of the right. show, as Christina watches, like, you yes. I, don't just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Take part. Get involved. If you're so inclined, donate, because you yes. never know. One exactly. day, you might... We're you seeing, might be in that line. you know, like you said, right. 34% more than last year. Right. And we're seeing a lot more people that used to come to us during COVID right. that stopped for a while, but now they're coming back again. What we're doing mm-hmm. now is we've always been very smart with our money. We watch every penny that mm-hmm. that is spent because people donate money to us for our cause and we want to make sure that it's being put back in for our cause and mm-hmm. we we treat it like our home we're mm-hmm. we're very frugal and right now we're reevaluating and changing our our ordering process and our storing process and really ramping up because we know that by the end of the year, things are still going to continue to be difficult and maybe even more difficult for people and our numbers are going to go up and our costs are going to go up. So Mm -hmm. we're putting things into place right now to make sure that we never run out, we never have to beg for food ourselves, and we are just very uh, excited to the programs that we're putting together to make sure that we're always there just like we mm-hmm. were during COVID mm-hmm. we never ran out we never missed a beat and we won't during this either well I can to piggyback off of that uh, ladies and gentlemen women's to be with the news either we will not miss a beat if they yes. promote it we will <laughs> highlight it absolutely we will, we will. thank you absolutely um, so the time is 10:32 a.m. Um, we will. This is a great experiment of the, our, our first, our first new after the news series. Yeah. The news continues, ladies and gentlemen. It's like C-SPAN today. Yes. <laughs> um, but we will. Um, we'll wrap it up because I I do have um, work to get going here. But um, mm-hmm. I want to. The show is going to end on a positive note. But mm-hmm. I just want to want to ask you, ladies, besides volunteering. And everything like that besides people coming to the healthy you what is it that you want people to to really take from marie wilkinson's food pantry what's the message does marie wilkinson's food pantry have a does it have a creed does it have a motto we do it changes we we pivoted all the time mm-hmm. um i don't know if we have one right now oh um our difference does make a difference is one that I just wrote down this morning. We change it because things change. You can't always have a vision that's always the same vision year after year after year. Absolutely. But our difference really does make a difference. And people need to know that. And at the the one thing that I would really like the community to know that hunger is real and it is here and it's not just the person that doesn't want to work and come and get our food the food that we give out is supplement to people it's not to feed them for the whole week we don't expect people to go home and live off of what we gave them for a week and it's very important to know that there's more and more people with mental illness, more seniors seeing us, more people with disabilities that need our support. And 
it, it's there's a stigma out there mm-hmm. with some people thinking that food pantries shouldn't be giving out free food. Why not? We're here helping people that really can't provide for themselves. Yeah, I um, I mean, I've seen some. I have seen comments that are just the most. Yeah. You're doing more harm than good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You're the reason why there's people who. Yes. Which, which on the face of it, and then this will be the, which on the face of it is ridiculously demeaning and ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's like saying people wouldn't get hurt. The hospital, you're the problem. You fix that guy with a broken <laughs> leg, that's why people are having broken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, never thought of that way. It's, it's, it is, it's demeaning. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that helps to, keep the stigma alive. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, um, it, it only takes, I, this was a year ago, the last time I saw this, but mm-hmm. I think it was 46% of Americans um, couldn't financially handle an emergency. Yes. That's what, it, it was mm-hmm. like 46% of Americans, sure. this was last year, so it may have changed, but 46% of Americans couldn't financially handle an emergency. That means that right. a, a a hospital bill or an ailment could see them tank. Right. Which a food pantry would be the the smallest bit of grace that they could have. So that's why, see, that's why we just deliver the message mm-hmm. because I really want people to listen, support our institutions. Because if right. we didn't have our institutions, right. life would be, uh, well, it'd be, it'd be bad. Yeah. A COVID-19 situation is the least of things that could happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you about one guy that came to us. He had uh, been to our pantry before, a widowed man with three girls. And then he got a job uh, that was he was doing much better, and we didn't see him for a while. And then all of a sudden, he walked in one day and we said, oh, man, Larry, what's up? Mm-hmm. Well, his daughters were now teenagers. One needed braces, mm-hmm. two needed glasses. And that was an added expense that he wasn't prepared to handle. So he came back to us for a while to help supplement his his grocery budget and until the glasses and the braces and stuff were taken care of. And now we haven't seen Larry in a while. Hopefully you're out there, Larry. Hello. Hope you're doing well. (laughs) Hopefully you are out there, Larry. Hopefully you're tuning in to Good Morning Roars on our city's first day on this podcast. That's right. so it's it's ten thirty seven. We appreciate this very first business excellence award interview, uh, post award interview, and shouts out to the Aurora Chamber of Commerce for gifting you ladies with the well deserved award and all of the other winners. Yes, uh, thank tomorrow you. we've got Ndiro Coffee, Cody Lawrence, mm-hmm. Lawrence, I believe. I don't know how you pronounce it, but he was sitting at my table <laughs> at that awards. <laughs> And I was so excited when he won, and and then then we were called. So nice. congratulations yeah. to everyone who won because it was a, a very nice honor. And I know how I feel, so I'm sure that um, all the other winners feel the same way. That's right. Um, the show ends on a positive note, ladies. Uh, what's your message today for the people of Aurora? Well, I would like to end with a really special quote that I have that is my uh, my favorite. So definitely pick up the book. It's very inspirational and it just uplifts you. Okay. It really gives you some really good quotes and the history behind the Marie-isms. it. The Maria-isms. Yes. Oh, Marie-isms. I forgot I to like put the that. plug. 
October 16th is Fill the Bowl. So that's another fabulous and again, mm-hmm. a community base. Our restaurants within town providing some little appetizers and wonderful things like that. So I would like to end with this note. Every human being has a need to be accepted, respect, and treat with dignity. Knowing this was expected to treat each and every one with love, honor, respect, and dignity. That's how I like to end. Fantastic way to end the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate the team of Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, Diane Renner and Christina Campos for coming on to the show. Uh, This was great. A good way to... uh, well, something, something after the morning show. Yeah, I like yes. this. This is this is not too bad. <laughs> we'll be back, Curtis. Yes. You guys will be back. Absolutely. <laughs> and like us on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Please Facebook, do. Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. You guys yep. are on, so all the sites. Mm-hmm. And uh, come and volunteer. Yes. That'd be wonderful. In any capacity is so much appreciated. Yep. And get ready um, for what's coming up Saturdays. Um, Healthy You, August 17th, August 13th. Um, and Taco Crawl is September 20th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Jessica Linder Gallo is here tuning in too as well. So good morning to Hi, you. Hi, Jessica. Morning. Sorry Jessica. we missed you. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed, fantastic, and positive day. Take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.